You are listening to a podcast from gravitychurch.com, Lodi, California. All right, we had one more announcement. Um, Shauna just wanted me to make sure that you guys knew that um, VBS is going to be starting next week. And in the back on the table, we've got sign-up sheets. And we're super excited to be able to partner with uh, Calvary Bible Church and to be able to um, have them and us kind of work together on reaching the kids in the city of Lodi. So if you've got kids or if you have... Is this on? Sweet. If you guys have... um, friends or neighbors or anybody that you know that may be interested in going to something like that, that's a really, really great opportunity to be able to just reach out to people and get them plugged into something that, um, that is free, because free is always good. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys all what's going on here. Um, in just a few minutes, we're going to be going outside, and we're going to be having our water baptism service tonight. And I know that there's lots of friends and family here, people who've come to uh, cheer people on and to take pictures and to just in a celebration type of a way support everything that, uh, that God's doing in the hearts and in the lives of people. And so I have a few scriptures that we're going to go over together that's going to talk about baptism a little bit. And then we're going to take about a 10-minute break, and we're going to allow those that are going to be baptized to change their clothes if they're not dressed um, to get wet. And then we're going to all go out in the front around the swimming pool that hopefully still has water in it. And then we're going to convene around there, and then we're going um, to do our baptism outside out there. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that in you we have everything that we need. And so, God, tonight we pray that for the next couple minutes as we look at your word, that you would speak to us through it and that you would make yourself crystal clear to us. Because, God, in this world, there's a lot of confusion about you. And there's a lot of things that we don't understand, and we want your clarity, and we want you to reveal yourself to us in a way that fits and makes sense. Amen. All right. If you've been here for the last month or so, then you know that we have been talking together about a theme, and the theme basically is on the back of the the stage right here. It says, God encounters of the transforming kind. Now, some of you are too young to even know the movie Close Encounters. But those of us that remember Close Encounters, it was a huge deal. It was just like, you didn't even want to go to bed at night. You were so scared that the aliens were coming. And so, you know, when Cassie designed the set, I saw it. I was just like, oh, that is hilarious. But, you know, like anybody like 25 and younger, it's over their head. And so we've been talking about what happens in our lives when we encounter God. We've talked about the fruit that is formed, we've talked about the changes that happen in our life, but at its very core, what we've discovered is that when we encounter God, He desires for us to become disciples of Him. And we found out that that word disciple literally means student or pupil. It means somebody who is intently focused on understanding the teacher, somebody who's intently focused on following after the instructions given to Him. And there's many of us who think that to know God and to have a relationship with God only requires that we do a certain number of religious exercises like going to church or like doing certain things that we think are going to get us closer to God, but we haven't really grasped the idea that God truly wants us to be in a pursuit of Him, to follow Him and to be a pupil of Him, to say, God, what do you want to teach me? And to go after that with a hungry heart that desires to learn. 
And so tonight, when we take a look at this whole concept of water baptism, it is in line with being a disciple of Jesus. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Matthew. We'll have the words up on the screen in front of you so you can follow along. But I want to read you a very short scripture that Jesus is saying to his disciples or followers of his day. This is one of the last things he speaks to him, to them, before he's taken to heaven. He says to them, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands that I have given to you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Water baptism, when we look at it tonight, we need to really get in the forefront of our mind that this thing involves all of us. It really is like a family event. It really is like a gathering together of the followers of Christ and the disciples and the pupils and the students of Christ gathering together to watch this moment happen between God and man. It's not something that's flipping. It's not something that's just going through the motions. It's something that is in keeping with Jesus's final words. Now, if I was leaving my family, my children, my friends, and the last thing that I was going to say to them before I ever saw them again, I would think it would be pretty important, right? I would think that I would kind of save it up for something. I'd be like, I really want this last moment to count for something. I want this to be meaningful. I want them to think of me when they think of these final words. And this is what Jesus says. It's crazy, isn't it? He says, I want you now to go and make disciples. I want you to baptize them, and then I want you to teach them about me. That's amazing. You guys, that's why we exist. That's why we do this on Saturday nights. It's not because we like to sing together, though you guys have great voices, and it's always fun to do that. It's not because we like tri-tip once in a while, or because it's because we exist to follow Jesus and to baptize people, and to teach them, and to cause people to encounter something that this world can't give them. This world lies to us every single day, and it'll start lying to you as soon as you walk out the doors, and it'll start telling you the same lies it's been telling us forever. Money will make you happy. The right spouse is going to satisfy you. All you need is to have the right circle of friends and to have a good career, and you're set. I'm not saying those things don't have their place in your life, but they're not going to give you what you're looking for. And so when Jesus comes to this point, he says something that's really important. Now, I want to share with you one other thing, because when we're talking about baptism, we have to understand that in order to be followers of Christ, we've got to follow his example. And so in Matthew chapter 3, we actually have an example of Jesus being baptized in water. I don't know about you, but if it's good enough for him, I think it's good enough for us. So let's read this. In those days, John the Baptist began preaching in the Judean wilderness, and his message was simple. Turn from your sins and turn to God, because the kingdom of heaven is near. Isaiah had spoken of John when he said this. His voice is shouting in the wilderness, saying, prepare a pathway for the Lord's coming. Make a straight road for him. John's clothing was woven from camel hair, and he wore a leather belt, and his food was Locusts and wild honey. Okay. People from Jerusalem and from every section of Judea and from all over the Jordan Valley went out to the wilderness to hear him preach. 
And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John didn't want to baptize him. He said, I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, Jesus, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, this must be done because we must do everything that is right or everything that God requires. And so then John baptized him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son and I am fully pleased with him. Wow. Baptism at its core for you and I tonight is really something that shows everybody around us what is happening on the inside of us. See, the whole concept of becoming a pupil or a student or a follower of Christ means that we allow him to come inside to the inner places of our heart and begin to do the things that only he can do. Many of us have spent our entire lives trying to change or alter our behavior. We've gone from this to this to this to try to change the things that we do. But Christ is the only one that can come from the inside out and begin the change. And when he starts the change, and he begins to change our hearts, the way that we think and the way that we feel and the way that we process things, it works its way out to the actions. But you know, sometimes that takes a while. I'm still a jerk sometimes, like regularly. I have a lot of things that on the outside, if you were to run into me, you'd be like, man, dude. Does that mean that something's not going on on the inside? No. It's taken a while. And we've talked about that in the last couple of weeks. We've talked about judging our fruit before it's seasoned and not rushing because sometimes God's doing something and we don't want to throw it out before it's done. We got to let God have time. But the baptism process tonight that we're going to do is letting everybody around us get a glimpse into our hearts. Letting everybody go, wow, something is happening inside of them that we don't really get to see. But they're taking this step to show us what's really going on on the inside. And so here's the, the things about baptism that I want you to really understand tonight. The first thing that we've got to realize is that when we come to Jesus, we're dirty, we're stained, we're soiled, we have things on us. That's just all of us. We come to him like that. And as we enter into this swimming pool tonight, as we enter into the waters of baptism, it is a symbolic gesture to God that is saying, I want Christ, and I wanna go and enter into what Christ offers. And as we enter into that pool, and as we, we allow ourselves to be submerged under the water, the symbolism, the symbolic gesture is saying, I wanna come out of this water being cleaned and made new. I wanna go in dirty, and I wanna come out clean. Isn't that awesome? I don't know about you, but sometimes I get that upside down. I do. I think sometimes I should know better and that I shouldn't be dirty and I shouldn't be soiled and I shouldn't be 
involved in the things that I've involved myself. And I, I feel and sometimes I think, Jason, you just got to clean yourself up before you go to God. And sometimes that guilt and that shame and that torment comes. And I don't even want to stand up here in front of you guys. I don't want to be a hypocrite. But you know what I've learned? I've learned that the best place for me to be when I'm dirty is right here in front of you. The best place for me to be is to be a shining example of my brokenness and God's redemption. And I can't hide that. And the day that we start thinking that we've got it together and the day that we start thinking that we've arrived at some spiritual pinnacle where we no longer are affected by the things of this earth, God bless you, you just made it to heaven. <laughs> You're not here anymore. See, you and I, we learned last week that we all wrestle with the same inner problems. We think in terms of the more effort I put into something, the greater the reward will be. The harder I work, the more I'll get. The only problem in, with that thinking is that when we come to Christ, he requires us to stop striving and to stop laboring and to have a focused surrender and a laying down of our lives and a giving up. Because if we try to change us, we are resisting that inner work of the Holy Spirit that he is working. There can only be one person in charge. It's either us or him. And if we're trying to change ourselves, my friends, you're working against God and you'll exhaust yourself. And so when we come to this place, we learned last week that Jesus teaches that his load is light, his burden is light, and his way is easy. And he says, all I want you to worry about is one thing. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is it. To seek first his righteousness, the kingdom of God. We learned last week that literally what it means is his righteousness means that he has rights to you. He has rights to your life when you come to him. That's trippy, man. That's hard for me to hear. What do you mean I'm not in charge of my life? No, Jason, you laid your life down and you gave it to Christ and you're not your own. He has rights to you and me. Wow. I don't know if you guys have ever witnessed any crazy college hazing to get into a fraternity, but I've heard of some nuts stories, man, of people that have done some crazy stuff. We know what it means for people to want to get involved in something. There's a lot of gang activity in these neighborhoods, and there's some horror stories of what it takes to get into gangs, to become a part of it. Do you realize that tonight some of us are gonna be entering into a little plastic swimming pool that doesn't have any holy water in it. I'm sorry to break your heart. It's not some hocus pocus thing. But it's a symbolic act of your will. And this symbolic act of your will is an identification ritual. It is you saying to everybody around, I wanna identify myself as belonging to Christ. 
I want everybody to know that I belong to him. You're not saying by going into that water tonight, I want everybody to know that I'm perfect now. You're not saying that I have taken enough steps now in my spiritual journey to where I'm clean enough to where God will let me get in the pool. My friend, you'll never be clean enough to get in the pool. You gotta go in dirty. You gotta go in as you are. You gotta go in saying, this is about one thing and one thing only. I want to belong to Christ and I want everybody to know it. I want everybody to know it. One last scripture I wanna share with you in the book of Acts. It's one of the coolest stories in the Bible, I think, about baptism. There was a guy named Philip, and he was going out sharing God's love with people, and he had this crazy encounter with somebody. I don't want to read it to you. An angel of the Lord said to Philip, go down this desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So Philip did. And when he got there, he met the treasurer of Ethiopia. He was a eunuch of great authority under the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning, and he was sitting in his carriage or in his cart. He was reading aloud a scripture from the book of Isaiah. And the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over there and walk next to the cart. So Philip ran over there and he heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah and he said, do you understand what you're reading? The man replied, how can I understand when there is no one to instruct me? And so he begged Philip to come up and sit in the carriage next to him. And the passage of scripture that he had been reading was this. Jesus, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter. As a lamb is silent before the shearers, he didn't open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. And the eunuch asked Philip, was Isaiah talking about himself or somewhere else, someone else? So Philip began with this same scripture and then used many others to tell him the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, check this out, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? And so he ordered the carriage to stop and they went down into the water and Philip baptized them. My friends, there are some of you sitting here tonight that have come in thinking, I can't do this. I'm not qualified, I'm not spiritual enough, this is all too new to me, I'm just not sure about this whole Jesus thing. I mean, I know God is real, I know I've opened my heart, but am I really ready to do this? This is your story right here. The guy opens up the scripture and he encounters Jesus and he says, find me some water. I wanna be known as a follower of Christ. I wanna identify with him now here's the deal, Jesus is our example to follow, right? We follow the teachings of Christ. We strive after understanding. We wanna know about Christ and his way of doing things. And he was baptized in the water. 
He showed us what to expect. And tonight, when you're baptized in the water, I want you to expect the same thing. You know what Jesus experienced that I, ex I hope that you will experience tonight too? When he went into the water, the Bible says he came up and the heavens were open to him. He was made aware that there is more to this life than what we breathe and see and touch and feel. That there is a whole spiritual dimension to things that our eyes are ignorant of seeing. And Jesus said, and when he came up out of the water, he saw it. The heavens were open to him. That's pretty cool. The second thing that happened is the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came down and settled on him. And my friends, some of you tonight are gonna experience the Holy Spirit in a way that you have never experienced before. And as you come up out of those waters, you need to open your heart and say, God, I want everything that you have for me. Don't hold anything back. Give it all. And the last thing that you should expect to have happen tonight is that when you come up out of the water, you better be listening for your Father in heaven to say that he's pleased with you. Because he is. He's pleased with you. You see, water baptism is our way of saying out loud, I belong to Christ. I'm not my own. Did you say it with me? That last screen. I am not my own. I belong to Christ. If you're here tonight and that something has happened in your heart during worship, during looking at scripture, whatever, and right now you feel that you want to be baptized in water tonight, it is not too late for you. We've brought extra clothes that you can change into. We've got some towels. All you have to do as we take this recess is come up here and put your name on the master list right here and we'll hook you up. Let me pray for you. Jesus, right now, I thank you that you have everything that we need, that you have everything that we want, you have everything that we desire. And so God, tonight, as we make our way out to this incredible encounter with you, I pray, Jesus, that you would open up our eyes to the heavens. I pray that your Holy Spirit would settle on us, and I pray that we would hear your voice say that you're pleased. We love you, and everything we do is a response to the love that you've shown to us. Freely you have given, and freely we give. Amen. You've been listening to GravityChurch.com.